to the Revelation Podcast. Welcome, and we are continuing our series in Christians and Halloween, and we will begin at the same place of where we began in the first three. Go to Revelation chapter 21, and this time we'll actually begin at verse 7 and go to 8. Revelation chapter 21, verses 7 and 8. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I'll be his God, and he shall be my son. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in a lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Verse 8. Of Revelation chapter 21 is more scary than Halloween. This is real. The lake of fire that will happen in the future to burn all that is evil like Halloween will happen. When people go to the lake of fire they will burn forever and ever. Their souls will be tormented. Now, Halloween is the devil's birthday. You know, Satanists say they are glad that Christians will give up one day of the year to celebrate the devil's birthday. See, when we live in evil and darkness, we will allow it to control our lives. We will allow fear to lead us to death. Also, all the other practices of Halloween that you can actually see in verse 8 will also lead us to death. The word of God is very clear. Last message I did, fear over death. We saw how fear destroyed King Saul's life. And what I want to do with this message is I want to show how faith can overcome fear. This message is called Faith Over Fear. Now, I'd like for you to go into chapter 2 of Revelation. Chapter 2 of Revelation. And I want to read verse 26. Verse 26. And he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end to him I will give 
power over the nations. This is the promise that we have in the future. Now, we don't have to wait until the future to have power. Because in the word of God, it is clear that while we are in this world, that God gives us power now. To see that, I want you to go to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Remember in the last episode that we went through Deuteronomy chapter 11, and God said the ones that obey him will be blessed. But the ones that disobey him will be cursed. Christians that participate in Halloween will be cursed. All the practice of Halloween is the devil. When we do those things, we give ourselves over to the devil. Therefore, we have a spirit of fear. And we saw what fear did to Saul. It brought him to his death. Now, Paul wrote this to Timothy. And it's worth repeating again. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. There's that word again, power. And of love and of a sound mind. Now, to see what that power is like, I want us to go to Luke, Luke chapter 8. And in verses 23 through 25. And this was when Jesus was with his disciples and they were on a lake. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. And a windstorm came down on the lake. And they were filling with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was a calm. But he said to them, Where is your faith? And they were afraid, and marveled, saying to another, Who can this be? For he commands even the winds and waters and they obey him. From this verse, I want you to remember three words. 
first word is faith. The other is afraid. And next word is cease. Cease represents the authority that Jesus has. It's his power. And we have that power. And we have that authority. To see that, go to Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. And Luke chapter 10 from verses... Verse number 19. Behold, there you go. I give you the authority. Notice, I give you the power to trample over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, that is Satan. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. You see, Jesus has given us the power and authority over Satan and his demons. I mean, that's what serpents and scorpions represent. They represent demons. He has given us the power and the authority. So we have nothing to be afraid of when it comes to the enemy, Satan. Yet when we practice evil, we open ourselves to that fear. That fear leads us to worry, and it leads us down to death. Whoever practiced lawlessness, such as Halloween, is of the devil. A church cannot replace Halloween with fall festival. You know, that doesn't really make any sense. I mean... Do you ever see Satanists go out and celebrate Good Friday and hope that Christians will come? No, because they want nothing to do with Christians and they want nothing to do with God. They will rather corrupt Christians and bring them down with them. So they use Halloween to get Christians to celebrate the devil's birthday. Paul, in his letter to 1 Corinthians, he made it very clear that Christians should not participate in the worship of demons. When we do that, we will be cursed. You know, in Deuteronomy chapter 11, God tells the Israelites that if you obey my commands, you'll be blessed. And if you disobey my commands, you'll be cursed. In Revelation chapter 21, verse 7 is for believers. To those who overcome will inherit God's kingdom. And verse 8 is reserved to those that disobeyed God. And again, remember, the book of Revelation is written to believers. Also, Paul's letter to the Corinthians is also written to believers. Therefore, believers must not disobey God by participating in the worships of demons. As a child of God, 
we have the power and authority over the enemy. Therefore, when trouble comes in this world, our faith will overcome fear from the enemy. To see that, I want to look at Paul, the one that wrote Second Timothy. I want to see his life in a storm so that we can see what it's like for faith to overcome fear. And that is in Acts chapter 27. And we'll look at verses 9 all the way down to 25. Now, when much time had been spent and sailing was now dangerous because the fast was already over, Paul advised it, saying, Men, I perceive that this voyage will end with disaster and much loss, not only of the cargo and ship, but also our lives. Paul warned the centurion that this was a dangerous path to take. Well, God warns us that Halloween is a dangerous path for us to go down. We see that how fear leads to death. Now, a lot of us are like the centurion. And to see that, look at verse 11. Nevertheless, the centurion is more persuaded by the helmsman and the owner of the ship than by things spoken by Paul. The, the centurion represents the flesh. I think he was not born again at this moment. He was listening to the helmsman and he followed his flesh. Those that want to continue to participate in Halloween are following their flesh. The works of the flesh will lead to death. To see what the works of the flesh are, let us bounce to Galatians chapter 5. And we'll see what the works of the flesh leads us. Now the works of the flesh beginning in verse 19, are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, there you go, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contention, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past. So Paul told them these things already. That those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Like Revelation and Corinthians, the letter of Galatians is written to Christians. Paul is addressing to Christians. So those who participate in works of evil 
will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now I'm going to bounce back to Acts chapter 27. Now, the centurion refuses to listen to Paul, and he was warned. Well, the storm came, and it destroyed the ship. A lot of those thought they were going to die. And so, Paul tells these men, of what God told them. And look at verse 21. But after long absence from Peru, then Paul stood in the midst of them and said, Men, you shall have listened to me and not have sailed from Crete and incurred this disaster and I and loss. And I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. For there stood by me this night an angel of God to whom I belong and whom I serve. So you see, Paul trusts God. Remember, God had a plan for Paul, and he's going to bring him to Rome. What God says he will do, he will do, unlike the devil. The devil has tricked many people. He has tricked many people through Halloween, especially Christians. He has the way to make it appear innocent, like put it in churches. Pastors have led their sheep astray and have caused them to fall by having them celebrate. Halloween. And a man that trusts God has the same attitude as Paul says. Look at what it says in verse 24. Do not be afraid. Unlike Saul that had fear, Paul did not have fear. He trusted God. He trusted God that he would bring him to Caesar. And he tells the crew that God has granted you all those who sail with you. In other words, God is going to protect Paul and the other men. And therefore, Paul gives him courage. Therefore, take heart, men, for I believe God that will be just as it was told me. However, we must run aground on a certain island. You see... King Saul followed his flesh, and that led him to his death. Paul lived his life in the spirit, and he had life. He had power and authority. When we are a child of God, we have the power and the authority over fear. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love. He has given us power and of a sound mind. The way that we build our sound mind is through the word. Go to Romans chapter 12 at verse 2. And do not be conformed to this world, like participate in Halloween, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We renew our mind with the word of God daily. When we observe it daily and study it, 
we will see that God wants his children to practice righteousness and not lawlessness. God knows that lawlessness will lead to death, whereas righteousness will lead to life. To see why we must stand on the word of God, let us go to Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 25. Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 25. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who builds his house on the sand. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. The flood, the rain, and the wind represent the tempest storm that this world brings. That's a great description of Halloween because it destroys the lives of people. The last message of fear over death, I mentioned Yoshi Hotori. Now, if you want to read more about him, I have a playlist that is called videos that I use for presentations. I mean, if you want to see where I've got my information from, especially about Christians and Halloween, I'll recommend taking a look at these videos. Uh, two videos that have former Satanists that participate in Halloween. And then one of them has a general overview on where Halloween came from. And you could compare that video with the testimony of the Satans and see that it is truth that Christians should not participate in Halloween. And also in the video has the interview of Hattori's um, hostess and the guy that shot him. Yoshi died tragically. And I believe he died because he was not wise. He was very foolish. The article described him as a free spirit. And any time a person that is free spirit is usually foolish. They live their life however they want to live. A lot of people that participate in Halloween are like free spirits. They live their lives however they want to live. They live their lives according to their own way. By doing that, they have built their lives upon the sand. So when Halloween comes with fear, it will bring them down to their death. And they will be in a lake of fire. And that is real. When our souls go there, there is no return. Remember the rich man and Lazarus. You know, the rich man was begging just to feel relief just for a little bit because it was so hot and he was still denied. The rich man had opportunity after opportunity. And God has given us opportunity after opportunity to turn away from acts of evil. 
When the word of God confirms that we should not do these things, such as participate in festival of demons, like witchcraft and sorcery, we should turn away from that. When we do that, because of the word of God, we are like the wise man who builds his house on the rock. Paul was a wise man that built his house on the rock. That's why he was able to withstand the storm. With Paul, we see faith overcome fear. Amen. All right. We will continue onward with Christians and Halloween. I pray and hope that this message blesses you. And if you know that someone or you are participating in Halloween and you want to break free because you don't want fear to lead you to death, then God will always provide a way. And I want to leave you with James chapter 4, verse 7. James chapter 4, verse 7. Therefore, submit to God. In other words, give everything over to God, your whole entire life. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And I want to add to that. You know, Jesus says that whatever causes us to sin, whatever causes us to stumble, that we should get rid of it. You know, Ephesus, one of the most satanic cities, was filled with idolatry, witchcraft, and harlotry, and yet Paul still planted a church. And when people got saved, they burned their witchcraft books. So anything in your house that's demonic, get rid of it. Anything that's new age, get rid of it. Burn it. Flee from it. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Submit to God and God will provide you a way. Remember that you have the power and the authority over Satan and demons. Whatever you ask in my name, and it will be done. If you abide in me and I in you, then whatever you ask, it will be done. God has given us a spirit of truth, and we have the authority in Jesus' name. We are a child of God. We are the light. God has caused, uh, called us not to participate in the works of darkness, but in the light and to expose darkness with the light. Remember, you are a child of God. Let's live our lives in the spirit and not in the flesh. Amen.